0: The following is the beginning of part two. So the three chord are these things. As you see connections, understand the misconnections, make the mental note. I know I didn't give you a handout, but the actual chord, what I believe, are the mentor, the peer and the pupil. Those three chords. The mentor you need to pour into. You need a mentor to pour. You see, the Lord says, good for you not to be alone. That's a mentor perspective. The mentor perspective also knows what comes out of labor, what reward comes out of labor, and what woe comes out of labor, what cursing can come out of disunity. Hello. A mentor is equipped because he has that experience, and he is ready to pour it on or pour it out or tie it into society, into that community. The peer is the friend. It's the person just like me, the person that comes from the same cut. That's why women should have their time of communion, because those are their peers. You must, even when the reward comes, listen to me good, when the reward comes, you don't want to be like this one guy who's popping and clicking on all cylinders, and he looks to the left, there's no pupil and there's no peer. So what's the use of all the work? Don't you know even the fool will brag about his reward amongst his drinking buddies, Why? Because God has fixed it in him in such a way to have that type of jubilation and sharing with your friends. You've got to have friends. Ready to sing the song? You got to have friends. You do. As corny as that is. You need a peer. That's why I was saying earlier, Some peer pressure is good. It's very healthy. The president says, don't smoke that joint. The president says, no, don't leave with him. The president says, you need to get up and go to school. The president says, you need to get up and get to God's house. The president says, no, that's not the right way to dress, young man, young lady. No, that's not the right way to talk. That's called pressure. Why? Because what you do may get on me because we're community. How can you have fellowship with light and dark? Darkness and light can't have fellowship. So there must be a pressure which is really from the Holy Spirit, conviction, to preserve the unity. And your pupil. The pupil is the place where you begin to pour and release. It is said that through teaching, you gain twice the knowledge when you are imparting. So that's, again, the kingdom principle of giving to receive. It's also for the progress of community the next generation needs what not just the 70s the 70s was something now it wasn't just the dress and the afro but what it stood for was that sense of individuality so here it is as a community we tried to break out with dress and with music and the lingo and the style apart from God it still will just be a memory and a trend and it'll only be for those who were in that genre Those who are in that age, what does that do for the person that's in 2000 that doesn't know anything about a bell bottom or a platform? Does nothing at all until we get to the essence of what took place in the 70s. And you're talking about movement. There was a lot of civil movement and civil activity, social change, not just we took the bell bottoms off. That's just that's just imagery the baby boomers through that time, the Jesus movement through that time. So if you're not careful, if we're not careful, we will be laboring and not have a mentor teach us or a peer to pressure us or a little youth to come around our legs and say, how do y'all do that? I want to do that. And we slow down and suffer the children to dispense into them. I know I'm going, I know we're going deep. Is, is, it, is it okay? Is, is it okay? Let me give you this chart here. And this may get a little sticky, but just roll with me a little bit. God gave me this chart. He gave me this outline. And when you begin to see these ties, I want you to look at these connections here. All between here. Think of a rope. Think of a cord that is tied together. And here it is. Mentorship, peership, and pupilship all together. And I call it the quality. I call it the very stature. I call it the attribute. Matthew 6 and chapter uh, uh, chapter 6 talks about um, uh, what what good does it, it profit you to worry? Does it add any stature to you? So some of the times our worry, after we get the word of God from mentoring, after we get the word of God, we doubt God. And then worry comes in and it diminishes our stature because it, it what is a challenge? What should I eat? What should I drink? It challenges life, the issue of life, the issue of life, the issue of am I going to be in bondage or not? I don't want to be in I don't want to be the tail when I'm supposed to be the head. I don't want to have to go beg and ask. So I'm worrying about my meal. I'm warning, but if you have mentoring, which is through your parents, which should be your teachers, it should be your pastors, it should, matter of fact, it should be circumstances, because the Bible says that no man need teach you but the anointing of God, and where God's spirit is, you're going to be there, because the spirit goes everywhere. Praise God. Moses didn't necessarily had a physical father there, but he had circumstances. I love the, the word anointing. If we, if we can understand Christ and seeing the anointing, it means to smear or rub into. It, it talks about conditions. So God has in your life certain conditions that he's using to mentor you. You don't necessarily need a physical man, but you do need the spiritual quality of mentoring to teach you books can mentor you. Hello. We're going someplace here. I'm going, to teach you, I'm going to teach you some things. But even after you begin to have mentoring or a coach who coaches you, you need locker room sessions where you can just be real with your friends. You need to bounce things off your friends. I don't know about this thing about greater is he that is in you, than he is in the world. You need to, see, sometimes that's why fellowship is important because you can't really ask that question here. There's some churches now that are rising up and rivaling the man of God while he's in the por- pulpit. They actually are standing up in the congregation and saying, well, what? I don't see that in the word, pastor. Where is well, why does that mean that? That's disrespectful. That's not the t- You, do- I-, I tell my daughter this all the time. You have no choice to pick out who your coach is. You have no choice. To, you, have no, you have a choice as far as who you submit to. But you can't go down the list and say, well, I want the coach to be like this. I want him to be kind. I want him to understand all my problems so when I have my issues, he'll let me go. He won't be so hard on me. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Circumstances, they're there to pour something in you because there's reward and there's woe. And he ain't got time to be your peer. He's got to be your mentor. Circumstances are not always friendly. Friendly. They're hard for a reason, and they're good for a reason. And if you're not careful, you'll be looking at circumstances, your coach, your mother and father, without a peer to let you know, wait a minute, slow your roll. This going to pass after a while, because I'm at this particular stage. I've progressed and not digress. I took some things in hand, and mama and them know what they're talking about. I make, I can't understand it, but this is my time to be connected with that word, connected with the fact that they have to have a heart for me, how many times have God asked you to do something? You go, God, wait a minute. Wait, whoa. Uh, you, you, you are omnipotent, but I think you're making a mistake, a grave one. <laughs> Let me tell you, you can't counsel God. <laughs> How can you counsel your mentor when you're needing their sensation to go where you're needing to go? You need someone to observe you outside of you and also pull what's inside of you out. Praise the Lord. And the peer is important. The peer, when you see Jesus and his disciples, they would have those huddle sessions. You know, I'm going to sit to the left of Jesus. I'm going to sit to the right of Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been been hanging a lot with Jesus. I've been doing a whole lot of works. I healed some folks, and I did exactly what he wanted me to do. I was the first to follow him. So what you think? And Jesus overhears that mess. (laughs) But not only is it the complaining, but the, 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 the disciples also helped reinforce one another. They did gather in one place. They did. They did sup with him. You would see obedience. You would see them set down the multitude and you would see this wonderful harmony. That could not happen unless we're together. Anybody been in modeling? Anybody did modeling? You ever been about women when they when they when they go behind that curtain, when they trying to change their clothes? It's a madhouse, ain't it? Who took my shoes? Who tore my dress? (laughs) (laughs) Not understanding, wait a minute, okay, we're here for the benefit of the show, not just for myself. But the peer is so important because we have to have a place where we share and we can be real. We have to stay connected in the trenches because I need you to watch my back. Praise God. And then the pupil, again, to pour into the pupil. I will give you something here again with the Quan, I call it the Quan in the first one. And the second one, I call it the qual. And in third, I call it the quo. The quan, the qual, the quo. The quant to quantify, quality, and quota. Three R's, you must have three R's. There's certain things that are required, certain things that bring rewards, and certain things that bring return. All of them are necessary, but you cannot go heavy in one particular area. I challenge you to go to your Palm Pilots, go to your Outlook, go to those areas, that are in your life. And you'll begin to find, like, if you're a workaholic, you're going to find there's more R's of requirement than there is of return. Do it. I'm going to ask you, go home, look at your Rolodex, look at your planner, look at your to-do list, and begin to look at, with my quota, what I'm wanting out of my connections, out of being mentored, out of my friendships, out of the place where I am being a teacher, where I'm being put on display as a lesson, What things are required? Cindy, when you guys went up to the woman's retreat, you were out there with some peers. You were out there with some mentors, correct? Holy Spirit ultimately is our mentor. Jesus Christ is our master. Hello, somebody. But he's also our peer and our friend. Sometimes we forget that. And he also was a pupil. He was obedient even at 12. He obeyed his parents. Also submitted to the Father to even suffer death. Obedient unto what? death. That means he's been touched in all points to understand us in all points. So he's the tie that won't be easily broken. But there were certain things that it was required of him. He could not get around. There's certain things in your relationship you are required to do as a mentor, as a peer, and as a pupil. They are required. You can't get around it. But there are also rewards. There's blessings and benefits. God, listen, depravity is a sin. God doesn't want you to be deprived of life and the liberty and the pursuit. That is a sin. The Nazarite vow is a vow that is broken through the very indulgences that the vow said it would not do. You ever heard of a Nazarite vow? They didn't drink any wine. They didn't do certain things. Well, to break that vow was for them to drink wine. There are certain things that the mentoring of God is putting you in a place for you to not take and indulge in but eventually to be released to indulge in. Because you can't get things done. The football players, they sequester those football players where they can't do a lot of things because there's a job for them to do for a season. Praise God. I don't want to get too deep. here. I just want you to start understanding the ties. Even in community, there's certain times where we won't always be able to gather together. Jesus even said that the times as they go dark, you won't be able to gather the way you gather. So all the more when you're together, get what you got to get redeem the time the day is getting wicked you don't think that that wave would not sweep over here that is over in the overseas when it comes to conviction or when it comes to condemning christians you don't think that that's already subtly happening don't you think that the wicked has the same cords the Bible, and Bible, the Bible says in the, in the book of Isaiah that they carry their carts of vanity with cords. That means they've been mentored. They've seen examples of it. They have peers who are joining them in this critical mass. And they have other proselytes, other converts that they are willing to convert and change. That's the discipleship. The homosexual agenda is bold enough to say we are after your children. They are bold enough to say it because that is the tie that you can really break. If we can get mentoring, if we can get enough people to support, then we will pull cords of, we will pull these carts of vanity. The equipping is through the office and the ministry that God has given us with teachers, with preachers. If we could go to Ephesians 4 and 10... And I'll read it on a teleprompter if you can't see it. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. For what? The equipping of the saints. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith, that's one, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, that's two, To a perfect man, that's three. And to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ, that's four. Four is the number of entirety. Okay? Now, there was something that I went right through I don't think anybody's ever seen before. Let's go right back to verse 13. Till, sing it, actually say it together with me. Till we all. Right there, did you see it? Do you see it in there? What does it say? we all what if you look at this come to the unity come to the unity come to the unity community come unity come unity you see it so that's the first thing you can't even get to the stature of a perfect man till you come unity come on unity Come on. I don't care what your denomination is, come on, unity. I, I don't care how many songs you sing, c- come on, unity. To what? Faith. To trust in the one who has our life, who has the. He led captivity captive. This is the idea. The crucifixion was the connection through heaven to the earth. The very connection whereby, God says, there needed to be this sacrifice required in this way. Perfect. It became the umbilical cord, I believe, to all the captives that were in Christ, already in Christ, to deliver them. He led captivity captive through cords. But not just through spiritual, but his body. The child with the mother... Connected through a cord. Blood is supplied through that cord. But it it cannot be broken until life comes and there's a different connection. You must be disconnected from this life with your body. It must happen. But the cord that has you connected is the life that is in him because he's already ascended in heaven. Oh, this is good stuff. Oh, this is community stuff. You got to get it. So we're that connected. So that's why when the rapture comes, all that are in Christ, we're going to go together. (laughs) Oh, you got to get that. That's rejoicing. That's a rejoiceful moment there. So we come to the unity of faith, which is a trust in God, that it is not by works, but it is by faith in Christ. Then in the knowledge of God, we can begin to serve. We can begin to understand, whoa, I can be a mentor. I can talk about some blessings and some woes. You got to bring the full message to the people to convert them. You can't just talk about sugar daddy, sugar daddy, sugar daddy. It's good. It's good. You got to talk about, whoa, brother, you keep smoking that or you keep hanging with that or you keep doing that, keep behaving that way. Whoa. A mentor will do that. Then you move into grow up in all things. That's the, that's the tough one because that's equipping. That's the equipping of the saints. Do you know that the word equipping means to prepare for a, de- a burial? That's what it is. The baptism in Christ is, a, is a ba- basically a funeral service. It's the death to the old man and the resurrection of the new man. So when you come in the service, you are dying to your appetites, your plans to come in to serve the body, which is being prepared for death. So you give up your spike nerd, which is really expensive, like the woman who poured it on Jesus. Why did you do that? We could have made a whole lot of money. Wait a minute. I'm doing this to prepare for his burial. The tomb that nobody else laid in, brand new. Tombs might have cost a whole lot of money back then because you had to buy property. Oh, yeah, you had to have some land to put descendants in. Praise God. Isn't this deep? Whom the whole body joined. Covenant relationship. Joined. Covenant. We're together. You hurt. I hurt. You rejoice. I rejoice. You stuck. I'm stuck. And we ain't gonna let you stay there stuck because we all will be stuck with grief. Paul in a prison. Hey, I can't get to you, Philippi. But he has connections with Timothy who has his heart, his vision, his doctrine and go and nurture. Hello, somebody. Some of us ain't released yet because we don't have heart and vision. But you in the faith, thank God but you must be joined and you must be knitted. Knitted, when you look at the cord, it means to thread, it means to tie, it means to twist. So they are joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. So there's no knitting till you supply what you have through the mentoring, through the pupilship, through the peership, through your returns, through your rewards. No matter if you're at a beginning stage or an advanced stage, you can never become so advanced, you retire. Hello, somebody. Lorenzo, as long as you're still living, no matter how old you get, you still got something to give. You don't retire in the kingdom till you are put to rest. Matter of fact, for some horses, horses, they put them out the stud. They may not be racing, but they'll be making another race. Ooh, that was Holy Ghost. That was Holy Ghost. (laughs) Woo! So my line can continue on. Good Lord. So y'all think it's sexual. It ain't sexual. It's successional. You have to become fruitful to become successional. (sighs) By every part grows, uh, causes growth. Every part does its share. Every measure of faith you've been given, do your share. It will cause growth in the body for the edifying of itself. Isn't that powerful? So all that we need is in community. I need for you to supply something to me by what works already in you. The joint this joint supplies strength to this joint. It's connected through sinews to where here it is. There's flexibility in that joint. If this was cut off, it'd be very hard for this to have any use, because there's nothing extended off of it. The muscle groups here pull on the muscle groups here that assist the muscle groups here. So if we're paralyzed in an area, we're paralyzing a whole lot of areas. Praise God. And there must be blood supply, because if this blood supply ever cut off, this will go to sleep and be ineffective. But if this has equipment in it, if this has a pen, and this has the mind of God, this could begin to just sign things, write things. You getting the idea? So if we begin to really see if we have a heart after God and we're a body, then all these joints should be willing to hug and embrace, cleanse from sin, tear up debts, The body must do that, not just say that. Let's go to the last scripture, Matthew 10 and 39, and we'll be closing. Are we there? Of course, it's on the teleprompter. Just want you to see it in your word as well. It's kind of good to have that reference. Everybody there say hallelujah. The scripture says, whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Oh, we're scared now. Let's just run for the hills. He's talking about dying. Oh, God. What do you mean, God? How can I save life? If you talk about this thing being community, about life and liberty and pursuits, I can't do that when I'm dead. We see that and we don't see the gym. The body of Christ needs an upgrade. You need an upgrade on your hardware and an update on your software. You need to have your hard drive open to the capacity of these gigabytes of what God is trying to give us in our time. Hello, somebody. Some of you need to get some stuff off the memory that you don't even need in there. Some stuff that's just popped up on the Internet. You ever see those pop ups? That's the devil. While you're in pursuit of one thing, the pop-ups try to thwart you on your path. I'm giving you, you got to get this thing. <laughs> this is an upgrade coming to the body of Christ, fresh off the presses. And there's only one brother in here that heard the word that I gave it to him. And it was a fresh of word for him particularly. But don't you think in the collective it's a word also for the body? So as a mentor, I must be doing that job of making sure I share that. That is the talent. That is the minna. That is the thing you don't put in the handkerchief, and then God comes, and you don't have any return for your labor. You have woe for your labor. Whoever finds his life will lose it. That is a truth. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. We've seen it the wrong way. The second part, we've seen the wrong way. Go ahead and flip it, Peter. Whoever confines his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake. See, we just didn't take out the time to stretch out, lose a little bit. See, God God is long suffering because he doesn't want what? Anyone to perish. He's not contradicting himself. But if you don't have a mind of Christ, you will be carried away by that wind of doctrine that causes you to never get to the place of gaining your life because you have not seen loose, or I'll use another word that you're very familiar with. And again, this is through the equipping of the saint, lease your life. That's all you're doing is that you're opening up a room. You're opening up a corridor to lease it out to someone. Oh, this, I, that's, got, that's got to take time to settle in you. I'm taking my time. I know we're looking at time, but you got to get this medicine. A mentor must have space. In the Old Testament, they had a room for the man of God. An upper room, New Testament for Christ. Upper room in the Ark of Noah. A dedicated room just for that. You should have room in your life open to mentorship, peership, and pupils. Because what is your labor for if you don't have one to share it with? What is your labor for if you don't have a mentor to begin to say, you know what, that's well done? Or a pupil. We have to go through the mentor so that way when we impart whatever to the pupil is right. And we've imparted wrong things through allowing television. Hear me, somebody. Even in the church, we allow certain indulgences that we shouldn't allow. So it all depends on who you lease it to. Does that bring sobriety to you? So if you confine, confine your life, you lock it up to where the Holy Spirit has no place to dwell. You don't have room to anybody to teach you anything, anybody to share with you with anything, nor anyone to share with when you lock up your life that has many rooms. Even some of them dusty, cranky rooms That God just needs to come in and beautify. Am I right, Robert? And then loose your life. Praise God. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Come on. You will find it. You will find your life you will find liberty, you will find the pursuit of God after you when you open your life. So to open it up to Christ, if he is the head that is ascended above all principality, then the work is through the body. Uh Uh-huh. Say the work is through the body. The organs, the muscle, the bone, the nerves. Some of y'all got a lot of nerve. Some of, you, some of you have a capacity in your body to carry things to the next limit. Some of you are deeply, deeply moved by emotion for intercession. That is in your inner parts. And down to the bone, as Jeremiah was said, to have fire shut up in his bones. In the bones is where the blood is made through the morrow. We need some on fire people down to the bone to come out and ignite us with fire. But we can not as a body suppress that fire. There are those who are in headship who only ascend high for God to get perspective of the very direction that we're going in. But just as with Moses and he comes down, his countenance is right and they want to cover that brightness when you need light in the darkness, come on somebody. Some of you are gonna get perspective and your eyes are gonna light up like a madman and we need that light. Not hid underneath the bushel. Some of you are in transition as I am and I'm needing to see this front line go after it for God. Cause I'm sitting on the bench for a little while. Shaq had to sit on the bench. Kobe had to sit on the bench. God even had David sit down by the mulberry bush for him to see, you know what, you ain't doing this all by yourself. There's angels that you don't even see if you hear it in the coming of the tops of the mulberry trees that are already fighting the war for you. Some of y'all just need to sit down, sit down and begin to see the report of your Lord. That doesn't come outside, it comes inside. Touch yourself and say, take the fight within. Come on, take the fight within. It's not without. It's not the bad mentoring. It's not the peers that you're around. It's the fight that is in you to loose your life. Set it free. The Jews didn't kill Jesus. My sin didn't kill Jesus. Nobody killed Jesus. He gave his life willingly and freely. He leased it out to you. He leased it out to you. He leased it out to you, Brad. He leased it out to where you have carte blanche in it. Carte blanche. With servants, with all the provisions and comforts of the Holy Spirit. He's leased it out for all of us. And all he's asking us to do is sublet for a little while. (laughs) Praise God. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we need an encounter as we heard the word. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you found it inspiring and applicable to your needs. As a nonprofit organization, we welcome your prayers and financial support. For more information, visit us on the web at www.nationsincovenant.org.